0: So today I want to talk about super moms and other mythical creatures, the conversation around um, doing it all. I say super moms because I am a mom and this is kind of the conversation that I hear a lot. The question that comes up uh, to women all around in any industry, who are in leadership roles, who have different uh, parts that they play, you know, they work, they, you know, homeschool or have their children as well as their studies and so on and so forth. The question that always comes up is how are you able to do it all? And I wanted to speak about this a little bit because I think that it's easy to say obviously that everyone knows that there's no human being that is able to do it all but still sometimes it's easy to look at other people's lives and feel that they're able to do this much so by contrast how come I'm not I don't have it together like they do or they look like they have a good handle on things and they seem to be enjoying themselves or it looks like they're able to fit so much in but I'm really struggling how do they do it there must be something wrong with me. And it's really, really important to address this clearly, because while I can logically understand that someone else um, may excel in a particular area, but when you have this idea that, wow, they're doing it all, how are they doing it all? No one does it all. There are only priorities, there are only things that matter, there are only things that We choose to give our attention to. And wherever we put our attention and time and effort, we flourish. The trade-off with that is always that there are going to be other areas where we won't be able to concentrate as much. Where we won't be able to put in as much time as we'd like. So there's always a balance. There's always a price for every good thing and every area that you're able to focus on and really cultivate and invest in, there's another area that's getting a little bit less of you, of your attention and focus and time. And it is really an ongoing decision-making process where you get to decide where to allocate attention, time, resources, and what is the priority for you at the time. And over time, your priorities shift. So if now, you know, you're a student in university, your focus is obviously on your studies, obviously on your assignments, it's on keeping your grades up, it's on that part of your, you know, that phase of your life where you're moving from education and training to the beginning of a career, for example, that, you know, finishing your degree, completing the course, finishing the plan. So it's, you're moving along a particular line. So that's where your focus goes. Then in the next phase, for example, if that's marriage, then that's about building a relationship. That's about, you know, for those who are going to be new moms for the first time. If that's about, you know, moving into your own household and making the transition from being a young person in your parents' house to having your own place and, you know, starting a new family, so to speak. So there is always kind of um, a main focal point and everything else, you know, happens around that, outside of that. And our focal points change with time, sometimes by choice and sometimes by necessity. If something comes up in your life, an illness, you know, or a change of circumstances, it just forces you now to shift your attention from where you would ideally like to have it onto dealing with the newest situation that's popped up for you and it's just a constantly ever-evolving thing so where we choose to focus our time and our energy and our attention is where we're able to make progress and really excel keep that in mind when you're looking at other people's lives so this idea of how do you do it all the question itself is faulty the question itself is is Not correct because the bottom line is that no one does it all. There is no human being that does it all. It's just a matter of people prioritizing particular things and focusing on them, and because of that, they excel in that one area. So what happens when you're looking at someone who you feel has all of these areas intact? And sometimes it tugs at your heart, especially, you know, in my case, if I'm in a position where I'm insecure about something or I'm feeling... I'm beating myself up about not being better in a particular area. What happens is if I'm exposed to seeing someone else who is nailing it in that area, it's hard for me to look at, not because I don't want them to do well, but because I'm going internal and I'm thinking about myself and how I would like to do better. So instead of getting um, confused about what it is that you're feeling and thinking about oh gosh, how terrible you are or that you haven't gotten to where you'd like to be. What I do is I sit down and I think about if this is really a priority. What is it about what I'm seeing that is really triggering me or impacting me? Um, You know, if it's something that I feel like I need to focus on, what's keeping me from focusing on it? What is the holdup for me achieving that result for myself? Why haven't I been able to, or why haven't I decided to, or chosen to invest time and attention and resources and focus on getting that result? So I've put it on the back burner for a reason, and probably sometimes, not all the time, but probably a good reason. And if I'm going to choose to now bring that forward as a priority, I'm going to have to pass up on something else. Because as much as I would like to achieve certain things, there's always a trade-off. If my focus goes heavily into my children's education, then I'm going to have to spend less time on my work. If I'm going to spend more time on my own studies, then things around the house, for example, won't be up to the standard that they were before, and so on and so forth. There's always a trade-off, you know, this panic and this feeling that As a super mom, I have to come through on the same level at all things, and not let anything suffer. Because that way, I'm, you know, dropping the ball, and I'm less of a mom or less of, you know, a a homemaker. If this is not done and that is not done, trying to hold myself to impossible standards when it comes to any area of my life, it's just not realistic and it's not fair. It's unkind, and understanding that. You know, this is where I'm choosing to focus my attention. And when we see things on social media, when we meet people, the reality is that all of us are just playing to our strengths. We share the things that we excel at. There are people who blog about um, clothing. There are people who blog about homeschooling. There are people who blog about, um, you know, their their home, their interior design. Their, each person shares their strengths. And it's easy to look at them in a kind of one-dimensional way and say, wow, I wish I had it together like they did. But they're, you know, they're multifaceted. You're not seeing 360 degrees of who they are as a person and what they struggle with and what they're improving on and the things that they've had to pass up on in order to get to the point that they're at. They've gone through certain things in order to reach the level where they are. With with anything, with their studies, with their, you know, the state of their home, with their people have gone through things to get to where they are, and to compare yourself wholesale to anyone else, and just think, wow, how it will look? They were able to do it, or look what they've managed to achieve. And this is something that comes up a lot with, you know, obviously children are a big area where people compete. How old is your child? How far along are they in the Quran? How is their you know their reading level with young children but parents we wanna compare and contrast so that we can gauge whether we're ahead or behind, or on average, where do we fit in the picture? Where do our children fit in the picture and Of course, our children are a reflection of our parenting and our you know our progress as good human beings and the kind of people that we're bringing up you know so this this uh this ongoing need to always compare. Um, and sometimes it, it people are hostile about it and they'll say things to you like, you know, you're concentrating so much on your career, then you can't be looking after your home. Or since you're so fixated on your studies, you should really try and focus and not let things slip. You know, snide remarks. And it's, you know, I resent that because I feel like you're judging me and you have no idea what my life is like. You know, there's, there's sound advice for balance, a call for balance, a call for, you know, getting your priorities clear and organizing them in the best possible way. But there's no need to feel like you need to cut someone else down to feel better about yourself. Like I need to tell them to stay in their lane, how well they're doing in a particular area rubs me the wrong way. That's, that's out of line. You know, that's, that's, that's disrespectful in my estimation, and really, you know, the the point that I want to get across in this episode is there is no one who's doing it all. There are only decisions. There are only trade-offs. There are only priorities. That's all. There's you choosing to pour your focus, energy, time, attention, resources into something versus something else or in varying degrees and percentages. That's all there is. And people who get results in a particular area have invested in that area. That's all. If you want results in an area, invest in that area. And that's the end of it. You know, I'm a big advocate of unfollowing when you need to, you know, take care of your emotional health. This is, it's okay to walk away all over again. Relationships, social media followings, uh, content that you're consuming, you're watching videos or TV shows or Listening to podcasts, even anything that you're doing that is causing you harm and not improving, helping you improve or improving your situation, you can let go of it. You, you can choose to decide what you expose yourself to, to take care of yourself. It's your responsibility to do that. And a part of that is, you know, making sure your mind game is together and that you put yourself in the best possible place to achieve what you're trying to achieve and go where you're trying to go, inshallah ta'ala. Um, that's all I wanted to share. So Jazakum Khairan for listening. And once again, um, you can find out more about my work at ReciteReflect.com or become a patron, a member, and support this work by checking out Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Quran Journal, Q-U-R-A-N-J-O-U-R-N-A-L, one word. Yalla, take care guys. rahmatullahi wa